I really, I, I know how guilty you get. But I was really thinking about like playing it for like the longest time, and I was like, "No, I can't do that." <laughs> all day, yeah, I, that would have been on my mind all day at work. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, you're on the podcast as well. When? Right, right now? now? Yeah. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Oh, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot tell you how happy I am right now, knowing that, you know, I, I, I've been trying to work on getting this microphone to work for the past, um, I don't know, like 12 hours. Uh, I was stay, staying, try, trying to get this freaking microphone to work for the podcast, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, like, is it really going to come down to I need a new computer um, oh, by the way, welcome to the Get Offended podcast, where if you get offended, it's kind of your fault. Um, you could obviously see that this episode's a little bit different than other episodes. Uh, one being that Jacoby's not here. Now, why is Jacoby not here? Jacoby's not here right now because we've been having such audio issues with this freaking new setup. Uh, by trying to have two microphones. I remember the first episode we were trying to do two mics. And it wasn't working because it wasn't connecting to my computer properly. Um, I didn't know why it was doing that. But last night, we decided to record again as well. We even had a live audience as well. Um, and unfortunately, we had to break the news to them saying, you know, I don't know why the mics aren't connecting to the computer. But if for like about an hour, an hour and a half just in front of that live audience it wasn't working um so disappointing on that end but i'm glad to be able to say that we are back and running i don't know what the heck was wrong with it but all i had to do was just save all my files on a flash drive and then uh reboot my entire computer and that seemed to work so pretty happy about that um now that jacoby's not here i guess i could talk a lot of shit on him um, what can I say about Jacoby, man? He doesn't know how to pull out, okay? We could say that because, you know, he does have a daughter. She is an adorable, adorable human being. I could definitely say that. Um, him, on the other hand, not adorable. Not adorable in the sense ever. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm, really, I'm really surprised that his daughter is actually that cute and that adorable um, because it's just so surprising because Jake isn't. Jake isn't adorable. Oh, well, it looks like I'm still getting more updates. Um, but what on top of that, Jake, I know you're listening, man, but you should probably really appreciate your baby mama <laughs> because, you know, your daughter would not be that adorable. If it, if it wasn't for her. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so it's I'm not gonna lie, man. It's kind of weird. I'm just sitting in you know my house at the moment and just at my bar talking to myself. Nobody's home, and then I really hope nobody does come home because if my roommates end up walking through that door because I'm in the the bar right now, I'm not just in my room. I'm in, I'm in the bar. If they walk through the door right now, I don't know how to explain what I'm doing because. <laughs> They're going to be like, they, they don't even know I have a podcast, you know. Um, I'm not going to lie. I keep this very down low. Um, I think most of you already know my, I go by a different alias as Rocky. That's not my real name, but um, I got the name Rocky, you know, because I used to do children's ministry in the church. And, you know, they, they asked me, you know, what, what, what do you do? What do you do exactly? Because they wanted to give me a nickname, and I was like, um, I was like, I don't know, fight a lot. <laughs> and they're just like, you fight, and they're like, how, like how? And I'm just like, with my fists. <laughs> um, so they're like, you know what? We'll just call you. They're like, who, who's who's your favorite fighter or something like that? And I was like, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Nurmagomedov. Um, I've, I've heard some people say Nurmagomedov, but I don't think that's correct at all. Um, and then they're like, mm, yeah, we're not going to call you that. Uh, so they really thought about fighters, and they're like, you know what? We're just going to call you Rocky, because Rocky Balboa. And I was like, I suppose that's fine, um, but I don't box per se. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? We're just going to call you that. And I just like took it and ran. Um, obviously, um, I remember in children's ministry, I was, I worked at TJ Maxx, uh, for a bit, you know, probably about, I don't know, a year. Um, and I remember one of the kids that I watched in children's ministry came up to me and then they go, uh, Hey, Hey, Rocky, Rocky, how you doing, man? And I was just like, Oh, what's up, buddy? How you doing? And then, um, his parents were behind him and then the kid goes, I know why they call you Rocky. And I'm like, oh, why do they call me Rocky? Because I don't explain to much people why my name is Rocky and how I got that name. Um, And then the kid goes, with his parents behind him, by the way, goes, because you're hard like a rock. (laughs) And the look of confusion on the parents' face after that was a little priceless because they were like, what are you doing in children's ministry? (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of had to explain, like, I I made up an excuse. I didn't want to say that, you know, they call me Rocky because I fight because they don't call me Rocky because I'm hard like a rock. Um, so I just said, I, they call me Rocky because I rock. And I was like, I like metal, rock music. I was like, that, that's why they, they call me Rocky. And like ever since then, I was just kind of like, you know, that's a pretty good way of describing that. Is like, I just, you know, I literally just rock. Um, that uh, introduction uh, sequence was uh, something me and my cousin made. So the, the beginning of this episode where uh you know 
the chugs and the the gent uh that's that's all me and my cousin um he plays drums um i play guitar we just you know end up mashing it and sometimes it doesn't take a lot of talent sometimes you just need to be able to really edit music pretty well so yeah that's why they call me rocky um yeah i will not be giving my real name some of you might already know my real name but i don't really care about you people um it's more of hiding it from my job per se you know um why would i be hiding it from my job like like jake he doesn't hide his persona really he uh he doesn't care um it's because he's not the biggest fan of his job (laughs) i mean he works for target warehouse he's not exactly pumped to work there i think uh if, if, I think if they literally fired him the next day, I think he'd be like, okay, that's fine with me. I'll go find somewhere else to work and immediately start working at, like, I don't know, State of Brothers <laughs> or something. And he'd be completely fine with it. Me, on the other hand, um, I'll give you guys a hint of what I do. I'm a big deal. That's your hint. <laughs> um, man, it's so weird just talking to myself, man. It's like, it really is, feels a little psychotic what I'm doing right now. Um, laughing to myself. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I laugh at my jokes a lot. Um, and I need to stop doing that. I know I laugh at my jokes a lot. I know it's uh, kind of consistent of how much I laugh at my own jokes. But, hey, man, I'm trying my best. I just, sometimes I just crack myself up too much. And, I mean, that's, that's just the way it is. I mean, um, you know, man, it, there, there was a time. I don't really tell a lot of people this, but there was a time where I went to go to a stand-up comedy show, and the guy that was performing—I won't give his name out because you know things didn't end, things did not end up working out well. Um, but he thought I was pretty funny because um, I got to talk with him after his show, and he's very much like, like okay, like picture next, picture next. But I got to go backstage with him. Um, and ended up talking with him and he he was like hey man like i was telling him some jokes and stuff but it wasn't even me like trying to interview for anything but he ended up really liking just my personality and he's like you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy and i go um uh you know what like i've never really thought about it but you know it's uh that's definitely a possibility i got a lot of material probably and then he's all like he's like i'll tell you what man He's like, go ahead and, uh, you know, write some stuff down, you know, come back to me or, you know, video call me, whatever you want to do. Like, and then, uh, we'll get, we'll get you rolling, you know? And I think this was at the, the improv in Ontario, I believe. Um, so I was like, okay, I didn't, I didn't really know how to take that. That was even before I even started the podcast, um, that I'm doing now. And when I wrote down the material, I was laughing pretty hard about it. I was like, <laughs> you know, laughing at my own freaking jokes again. Um, but, you know, it ended up not working out just because of COVID. And it seemed like a dream that only happened for probably about a month or two before COVID hit completely. And I didn't really tell anybody because I was like, if I end up doing a show... And I bomb real hard. I really don't want people to know. I'd rather, you know, these strangers just hear me, you know. And then if I bomb, I bomb hard. But if it ends up kicking good, 
then it's like, you know, maybe I'll start promoting myself a little bit more. But it was something just to stick my toe in the water, see if it was, you know, doable to even do something like that. Um, obviously, didn't work out. COVID hit. All the comedy clubs shut down, movie theaters, any type of anything shut down. So I was just like, that sucks. Um, but I remember one of the jokes that I had that I was going to use. And I'll tell you guys right now what it is. So there was this one time where... I'll just say back in the day. Well, it definitely was back in the day where I wasn't supposed to drink. <laughs> but it, there was also this friend I had. We'll just call him Alex. You know, he, he was supposed, he wasn't allowed to drink either. And I remember one time that we would always just like go get alcohol and stuff like that. And we would get it from a, another guy. We'll just call him Brandon. You know, he, he, he would, uh, Brandon was 21 and he would go and buy us alcohol. Um, and he was a pretty cool guy. He was very laid back, but there was times where Brandon wasn't exactly the best example of a human being. Um, and then I remember he would be like, Hey man, like <laughs> he would tell Alex to do it. Cause he know, he knows that I was ballsy and I would do anything. Um, but he would tell Alex, Hey Alex, he's like, why don't you go in there and steal some liquor? You know, why don't you go steal a pack of beer or something like that? And then Alex would always get like this, this, like, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So he would ended up going into the liquor store and then every single time he'd come out empty handed cause he just wussed out. And then me and Brandon were just dying laughing. Cause we were just like, look at this guy. He doesn't, need... it was like, and then it became like a joke. You know, it was kind of like, look at this guy, look at this guy, he's going he's gonna to try it again, he's going to try it again. And I think we've done this probably like 15 to 20 times of him just failing. But one day, I remember that we just drank a little too much that one day. And then we had another guy with us, his name, you know, is not relevant. But the guy, it was a new guy with us, and then we were like, oh, why don't you go steal some liquor from the store, Alex? Alex, you know, gets up with the, the most confidence, as he usually does when he's about to freaking go into a liquor store, goes in, and then we're like, oh, okay, like, you know, he's going in, and then the guy was all like, um, he's like, I don't think that's a good idea, and then me and Brandon were like, oh, don't worry about it, man, like, he, uh, he always, he always comes out empty-handed, it's a freaking joke, we all laugh, it's freaking funny, you know, and then all we hear was just, like, yelling, yelling 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 and then we're like what the heck and then we hear like glass breaking and we're like what the freaking heck and then we see uh alex running out of the store with like a six not a six pack but like like a 40 pack or 24 pack. i don't know it was like a, a lot of beer and then this fat filipino woman chasing him with a a notepad and a pen <laughs> and um you know, when you see something like that, a fat Filipino lady running out of a store with a chasing, chasing my friend Alex, who is also pretty fat. <laughs> it's just a sight to see because you're just like, what is happening? <laughs> um, and then it's the other thought I had was like, why a paper and a pen? And then I didn't realize this. But she was chasing him with a paper and a pen because she wanted to write down the license plate of Brandon's car. <laughs> oh, my God. So then Alex jumped in and we were like, oh, freeze. So we, you know, we gunned it. We 
ended up accelerating and we sped out of that parking lot as fast as we could. And, um, that Filipino fat woman must have had like the power of speed when it came to like handwriting, because I think she ended up getting that license plate. Um, little to say, Alex ended up going to Juvie, um, that day. And then Brandon, I think he wasn't, he was kind of involved. So I think he ended up going to jail, um, for a little bit, but not too much just because he wasn't the one who did the act of stealing, but he was kind of the getaway car. Um, and I believe that, uh, Alex had so much guilt that he ratted himself out. Um, and Brandon was just like, you don't have to do that. But Alex, you know, it's just the boys, man. You gotta, gotta take care of your boys. I don't know how that helped the boys at all, but I remember nobody snitched me out. And I was like, thank God, because I get into too much trouble already. If I went, if I got in trouble like that again, I don't know what would happen. Um, so that was like one of the comedy sketches that, you know, I, I kind of wanted to use, you know, in my set, um, Obviously didn't end up working, but I'm glad I could share it on the podcast here. Um, don't drink and drive um, unless you're really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember one of my friends, you know, he, he comes up to me and he goes, Hey, man, do you drink and drive? He's like, because I'm not going to lie to you. I do it all the time. <laughs> and I go, I've, I've done it. I was all like, but it's usually like very short distances and I go, and I feel like I drive safer when I'm drinking just because I don't want to go to jail because <laughs> I don't want to give a cop a reason to pull me over, you know, I was like, so I'm going the speed limit. I'm staying in my lane. I'm not making any risky, like, you know, challenges, um, per se, you know, but, I, you know, I've grown up and I realize, you know, the career I'm in right now and not only that, the family I have, it's just not worth, you know, drinking and driving, you know, it's very selfish because what I should be saying is I don't drink and drive because I don't want to kill somebody, but for, <laughs> but the selfish being is I don't want to drink and drive because my life's really good <laughs> and why would I want to try to ruin that, you know? Um, but I remember my friend telling me that and I was just laughing because I was like, I don't think anybody's ever asked me that. Like, hey, I do this thing. Please tell me you do it, too, because it's such like a social norm to not do that thing. And I was just like, yeah, man, like I, I, I used to. I was like, I don't I don't do it anymore. I try to, you know, Uber exists now. Um, freaking what's the other lift lift exists now it's like there's there's literally no reason why you should be able to drink and drive back then when those things we didn't have those things yeah i mean i would do that and do i regret it um nobody died so i guess not but <laughs> i wouldn't recommend people doing that because there's also times where when i was drinking a lot I knew my limit. I knew I can't drive right now. And even my friends would be like, you can't drive right now. And I'm not going to lie. When I'm drunk, it's kind of hard to see if I'm drunk because I'm already this wild personality all the time. So when it comes down to being that wild personality, even when I'm drunk, nobody can tell the difference if I'm sober or drunk. <laughs> but if my friends are telling me, you can't drive, I will 
immediately hand them my keys, you know, if I agree with them. Um, typically, you know, when I agree with them, that's yes. If I don't agree with them, it probably means I can still stand on my feet. I, I'm not dizzy. I'm not, you know, I feel good, but I'm not dizzy, you know. But also, if it's a long, distant drive, I go, hmm, you know what? I have a sleeping bag in my car at all times. I'll just sleep here tonight, <laughs> and I'm good, with, I'm good with that. That's why I have a sleeping bag in my car most of the times. I go camping sometimes, but I'm not going to lie. I probably use that sleeping bag 70 to 60% of the time for sleeping over at somebody's house if I need to. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a, a pretty peculiar question for my friend. Um, man, I got to go back and do a full swing. I'm so happy that this freaking audio is working because there was a second. I just have like little bits of anxiety. I'm not going to lie. My life is not hard. I cannot compare my life at the moment to anybody else's life that's going through something. Back then, yeah, I could probably compare myself more than most people. But now it's like I'm pretty well off. But my concerns in life are literally like, man, how am I going to get this audio to work for the freaking podcast? Because I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm so freaking happy that it works, to be honest with you. Um, me and Jake are going to try that two mic setup so you guys can be able to hear us clearer. Um, but man, uh, I'm not going to lie. I have to thank you guys too. Um, all the support that you guys give us, it's awesome. I know there's some people that don't agree with it. Um, and I guess fortunately and unfortunately... Um, I don't know those people too well, so it's just kind of funny where it's like the people that are saying from word of mouth, this person doesn't agree with what you're doing. It's kind of like, well, I don't really know that person. I was like, uh, you know, typically people that, you know, know me, I, they, they know they can come talk to me if they don't agree with something. Um, and I'm not going to lie, this podcast it gets offensive, man. It gets raunchy. It gets gross. But I'm really happy to do it because there was a time where I kind of pitched this idea to Jake a long time ago. Um, I'm going to say probably like two years ago where I was just like, dude, wouldn't that be funny if we had a podcast? And he's all like, what would we talk about? And I was like, dude, I was like, you and I are in the car talking about the most disgusting things ever. I was all like, and it's actually pretty interesting what we talk about. And I was just like, uh, wouldn't that be cool? And he's all like, that would be cool. And I think he kind of, he kind of like had an epiphany and he's just like, you know what? We can do that. And I'm just like, huh? And, <laughs> and he's like, we can, we can make a podcast. And I was just like, uh, I was just, it was just a joke. And he's like, no, no. He's like, I said, he's like, I think we should do it. And I was just like, I don't even know how we would start. And then, um, you know, I had a, uh, a fr- two friends, um, that they, had their own podcast shout out to tangent tuesdays they know who they are um and they you know lifted us off the ground and then they helped us out and it was awesome you know um and then i just remember he's going what would we call the podcast and i go man i really thought about it and i i'm not gonna lie like jake was trying to get me to do this podcast for literally two years and i was not biting just because of my job. And I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, I was like, I just, you know, I'm a big deal at my job. I can't just, you know, say whatever I want on a social platform, you know? And he's all like, 
the way he kind of said, he's like, dude, you and I always talk all the time. He's like, the only difference is that other people would be able to enjoy that. And I was just like, okay, like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and it, after a while he convinced me. And I think the way he convinced me was he just sent me links from Amazon. He's like, come on, man, these two microphones, they're this, this dollar amount. I know you got the money. Let's just go. You know, he's I'll buy it for you if it need be. And I just think, I think I was working and I was just like, you know what? Screw it, man. Like, let's just freaking buy it. So I ended up buying it, send it to my house. And then ever since then that, that we just had the podcast. Oh, the name. The first name I wanted to call the podcast was uh, Anonymous. Um, and the reason for that is because I wanted to stay anonymous. And I think Jake wanted to stay anonymous as well. But I feel like a lot of people wouldn't listen in because we couldn't really give our names out. you know. And it's like, how do we promote something like that? And then Jake was like, he's like, well, let me be honest, man. I don't care. I don't care if... Uh, my name is out there. He's like, I, could, I couldn't care less what people think, you know? Um, and same for me. I, I couldn't care less what people think unless that comes into an income of business, which is the job I have. So that's why I was like very, very hesitant for the last two years. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was all like, I say disgusting, really disgusting things. I was like, I don't know if people are going to enjoy that. Um, turns out, Ever since then, we're on our, you know, 11th episode now. Um, people really like it. I've been getting nothing but positive feedback um, from a lot of people. Um, there's a few negatives out there, but it's all word of mouth. And I don't know if it's true unless those people come and talk to me and give me their opinion. Um, but, you know, again, like those people, like I barely know or they haven't talked to me in like a year or two or even years in general, it's like, <laughs> what do you want me to say, man? Um, but I'm really glad to be able to do something like this. This is something that I never thought I'd be able to experience a different type of happiness while doing this podcast. Um, it makes me feel free. Um, it makes me feel like I could get my opinion opinions out. Um, you know, and there's there's some moments where I go like, is this crossing the line? And I go, eh, like I could always edit it out if I really feel like days from now if I'm crossing the line, you know. Um, but it's cool to be able to work with Jake. I get to do the audio stuff, make any type of edits, music, whatever I want. And then Jake could be able to do the uh, visuals uh, for the Instagram page or whatever it might be. Um, <clears throat> he's a good co-host, man. Um you know, it's it's really funny how him and I met. He's just the tiniest little Mexican. And I'm the tallest man for him. <laughs> I just realized that sounded really gay. Um, not gay, again. He has a daughter. Um, and he's dating one of my other friends at the moment. Um, but, yeah, that's how the podcast came to be. It took a while, a lot of convincing, but I'm really glad it ended up working out. Um, I mean, I'm just trying this techie stuff. You know, I haven't really made music in a while. Um, I remember I made music back then. I was in a band. Um, and, you know, just, <coughs> you know, um, just chugging the guitar all the time. I, I mean, 
I wasn't that into screaming, but I would do it if the band wanted it. And the band didn't even like ended up being that long. Um, you know, I think we did play a few shows and then I think I was just like looking at it like this is very, and again, like stage fright. I didn't really want to tell anybody. I was just like, if I bomb and I bomb hard, this is going to be so humiliating. If I tell my family and friends, like, come see me play. And if I bomb, then this sucks. And I'm going to have to deal with this my entire life. Um, so I didn't really tell anybody, but playing the few shows that I did, it was cool. Um, we ended up, you know, rocking it out, but I just realized that the income for that type of career was just not going to come in unless the popularity level just shot up. Um, so then I ended up doing the job I have currently and it's an awesome job. Literally you could hear Jake all the time go like, I think you're the only person that loves their job. <laughs> uh, and I do, I freaking love my job. I love my coworkers. I love my boss, um, bosses. Um, I mean, there's people that are higher up from all the way to corporate where I know every, like most of them, you know, and they, they know me and it's awesome to be able to, you know, work in a career like this. Um, yeah. So very cool. I ended up doing fishing. I'm trying to fish lately. Um, I ended up getting, I think, I think one of my friends, they don't care if I say their name, Justin Denauer and Joey Escudero. Um, they invited me fishing one day and they were like, you want to go fishing? We're going to go to Cherry Valley to fish. And I was like, oh, right on, man. So we ended up going to Cherry Valley to fish. I didn't catch fish that day, but I did catch something else. Um, so all I remember, the park ranger at the time came up to us talking to Justin and Joey in the vehicle because it was raining. Um, and then Justin and Joey were just like, oh, hey, man, uh, Rocky. Like, come on, get in. So I, I got in the vehicle and we're driving towards a shop. And as we're driving towards the shop, I'm going, what's going on? <laughs> and then uh, Justin and Joey didn't really explain it very well uh, to me until we got to the shop. And then they kind of said, oh, we're stealing a fishing pole. <laughs> and I go, what? And then they go, yeah, the park ranger wants us to steal a fishing pole. And I was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean he wants us to steal a fishing pole? And then they're like, yeah, yeah. He says he'll give us like, like money or something. And he's like, and then we can keep the fishing pole. And then like, just like other things that the guy, and I was just like, yeah, dude, is this guy even a park ranger? I was like, or is he like <laughs> just some random guy dressed as a park ranger telling us to steal something for him? And then, you know, Joey was like, no, they're doing it for security reasons. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, uh, Rocky, you distract him. Joey is, gonna, is Mexican, so he's going to steal the fishing pole. And then Justin and I were going to you know, distract uh, the cashier or whoever, security. Went in, just one girl, just at the cash register. I just remembered I froze because I was like, this is so sudden. I used to work for security, so this is like totally against my nature. So I was just like, what am I doing? <laughs> I was like, what am I doing right now? I was like, I'm helping. I was like, I don't have any other information other than this park ranger wants me to steal a fishing pole because my friends are telling me to. And I was like, how do I even know that Justin and Joey misheard the park ranger? 
I was like, what if like, what if I could, I, I go to jail? <laughs> I was all like, I don't want to go to jail. I was just wanted to come fishing and catch a fish, not a freaking um, jail time. So we went in, I froze. I didn't know what to say. Um, so I just asked her about fishing information because I was typically new at fishing. I've fished before, but this is when I dove back into fishing. Um, she was telling me things. She looked at me like I was an idiot. Justin was definitely distracting her more than I was, but I was just kind of, I guess if I added any addition to this heist, I was blocking the view of Joey for how big I am. <laughs> Joey ended up breaking a fishing pole in half, and then he just walked out. Just walked out the freaking door. What? And there was a bell on the door. The bell rang when he walked out the door. The cashier, I was buying a, like a, I forgot what it's called, like a margarita in a can or something like that. But she didn't even pay attention to Joey walking out the door. The Mexican. <laughs> so racist. To, to let everyone know, I'm half Mexican, half white, and 2% black. So, I could pretty much say the N-word whenever I want now. <laughs> um, but, you know, he walked out the door, and he was just smoking a cigarette right by his truck. You know, I bought a margarita in a can that I don't even like, by the way. I think it was called a Strawberita. <laughs> what a name. Came out. We got the fishing pole. Joey goes, well, I already have, like, this many fishing poles. Justin has this many fishing poles. I guess we'll just give this to Rocky. And it was a pretty good fishing pole. And I still use this fishing pole. Um, yeah, and we ended up stealing a fishing pole, man. I mean, it, it was pretty funny. We ended up going back to the park ranger. And then the park ranger was like, did she even, did she even notice? And then Joey was like, no. <laughs> She's like, He's like, dude, the freaking bell rang and everything. And it's like. Didn't even, didn't even bat an eye, you know, towards Joey. Um, pretty funny. Pretty freaking funny. So they, you know, the park ranger gave us money. We got a free fish. I got a free fishing pole. Um, and now we go with our fishing all the time just in case, you know, if we don't catch a fish, maybe we could go steal something. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not for stealing. I remember working security you know back then and i was just so against thieves so against it you know until you know i quit and one night i remember this one freaking night i tried an edible for the first time i've smoked weed before and it was at a very young age like 12 years old and i threw up everywhere <laughs> I don't know why I did. I, I, I don't know. Maybe my body just wasn't ready for it. Being the tiny skinny boy I was back then. Um, yeah, newsflash. I'm freaking huge now. Maybe I could get into that a little bit further of how I got so big. Um, but I ended up taking an edible at this party. And this was not too long ago. Um, no, it probably was a little long ago, probably four or five, six years ago. I don't remember the exact year, but I remember I took it at a party 
And then when I took it at this party, it was a guy I, I really didn't know. But it was kind of like a mutual friend. But now I talk to this guy like all the time. I still have not told him what I did at his party. But, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do, man? Um, so, sorry, I was checking my messages. So, freaking, um, went to this party. And then when I went to this party, this girl who I kind of know, she was also a mutual friend. She was, she's a stripper. She ended up giving me and she wanted me to smoke weed with me. And I was just like, I probably shouldn't. I got asthma problems. That wasn't an excuse. That wasn't like, no, I'm, I'm going to pussy it myself out of this one. You know, I was like, I'm going to, I was like, I'm really having breathing issues. So she goes, oh, how about a chocolate? (laughs) And I looked at, I'm not going to lie. I looked at that chocolate and I was like, are you freaking serious? (laughs) I was like, can I eat that right now? Oh, you know what? Um, one second. Uh, So before I end the story, I just want to give a call to my cousin right now. Because I sent her a picture for April Fool's Day of um, my car crashed. And I'm going to put her on the podcast right now. I'm going to give her a call back. But I'm going to make it sound like, you know, I got in a car accident. Um, but I didn't. <laughs> but let's see if I can put her on the podcast right now. Let's see what's going on. Mm. Hey. How you doing? Are you, no, 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 no. What happened? Are you okay? Well, you know, it's yeah. I just got in a, a pileup on the freeway here. I, you know, Wait, I don't are know. you serious? You're not lying, right? Nah, it's April Fool's Day. Of course, I'm lying. <laughs> Freaking jerk! <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. Oh my god! I was like about to call. And be like, I answered the phone, and he was in a bad car. So I was like, thinking like you could have like internal bleeding, or you know what I mean? Like you know, how people sometimes don't go to the hospital uh-huh. after bad car accidents. And mm-hmm. I was like, he's gonna answer the phone. I'm gonna call you again. I really, I I know how guilty you get. But I was really thinking about like playing it for like the longest time, and I was like, "No, I can't do that." <laughs> all day, yeah, I, that would have been on my mind all day at work. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, you're on the podcast as well. When? Right, right now? now? Yeah. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you believe Yeah, uh, no, I'm not gonna believe it. But I can believe your name if you want. Oh no! <laughs> I don't. Th- yeah, it's fine. But I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I can be able to put you on the podcast to tell everybody about my April Fool's prank to you. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, but I'm gonna finish up this podcast episode. I'll call you back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just call me or text me later. I'll be up. Okay, love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, so I sent a picture to my cousin, and she uh, it was a picture of the same type of car, 
Uh, I'll even say a red Dodge Challenger 2018, and it was destroyed. <laughs> I sent it to her, and I said, ow. <laughs> so she tried to call me while I was on the podcast, and I was not going to pick up. But I go, you know what? This would be pretty funny to put on the podcast. I've actually sent this picture to quite a few people. Only one person was not fooled by it. And I'll just say her name because I'm just going to say you're very smart and you're very wise. Jenna Snaps. She uh, did not, you know, even for a second question it. She was like, well, that was a terrible April Fool's prank. And I was like, wow, you are really smart for being a blonde. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, back to the story of, you know, doing an edible. Chocolate. I love chocolate. I freaking love chocolate. So when she showed me this chocolate, I was just like, you got to be freaking kidding me. I was like, I will absolutely take that chocolate. She, she went away. Went away for a bit. I don't know if you guys could hear my ice machine in the back. Um, I put the whole chocolate in my mouth. And I ate it. Then she came back and she goes, where's the chocolate? And I go... What do you mean? She's like, the chocolate. The chocolate that I that I gave you. And I was like, oh, I ate the whole thing. <laughs> and she's like, you either got to stay the night or you need to go home now. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? I was like, it's still early in the night. She's all like, did someone drive you? And I was like, yeah. I was like, my friend drove me. And then she's like, who's your friend? And I said, that guy over there. And we'll just call him Eric. He's like, Eric drove me. And she goes, oh, I just gave him an edible too. <laughs> so I'm like, are you telling me that we need to leave or we're staying the night? She's like, well, you at least got to wait until it wears off a bit. And I go, oh, crap. <laughs> so then me and my friend, Eric, ended up going you know, we were at this party. Everyone went inside. Me and Eric on the outside in the backyard. We ended up stealing a lot. A lot. So full swing to stealing stuff. Being a thief. You know? The thing I was supposed to prevent from happening. I guess when you're high, you become this person that you're not. <laughs> or maybe that's the real person I am. I don't know. I've always been against stealing. I've always been against thieves and all that but i stole so much stuff we we made it a game of who could steal the biggest thing so it was like i would go and steal a jar of pretzels he would go and steal a jar of cookies i would go and steal a toaster he would steal a microwave and it ended up being so bad i stole hummingbird feeders hummingbird feeders (laughs) Who steals hummingbird feeders? What am I going to steal hummingbirds for? I don't even have hummingbirds at my house. <laughs> oh, my God. But I ended up winning. He, By the way, Eric stole security cameras, by the way. Don't know how we got away with that one, but we did it. But I go, you know what? I got to steal the biggest thing here. And what did I steal? A motorcycle frame. And... After the motorcycle frame, I go, we got to leave. He goes, go put your shoes on or, or go, go put your, your flip-flops on because it was in the summer. And I go, okay. So I ended up running around the entire house. The 
host of the house comes up to me and is just asking me if I'm having a good time. Little did he know that I stole like, I don't know, 15 to 20 items in his house. I'm high out of my mind. I can't even open my freaking eyes. <laughs> and by the way, my tongue was dry as hell. So I ended up jumping into the freaking pool because I was just like, as a joke, like I'm so thirsty I could drink the ocean, you know? Couldn't find my shoes, you know, flip-flops, whatever you want to call it. Went back to my friend. I said, I can't find my shoes. I can't find my flip-flops. He goes, dude, they're on your feet. <laughs> I looked down. They're on my feet. <laughs> For like an hour, I was trying to find these freaking shoes. And I'm so high. I didn't realize I was wearing my own shoes, my flip-flops. I don't know. Maybe I put them on trying to search for them. And I was like, I got I to gotta put my flip-flops on. I need to find my flip-flops. <laughs> right when I got my shoes on, my flip-flops, I ended up going home, you know, with Eric. And he ended up keeping everything because he has a, I think he had a truck. I maybe. He had a larger vehicle than I did. So he ended up taking everything home with him. I went home. Well, while we're driving home, I felt like I was going to die. <laughs> and that's where I kind of like drew, drew the limit when it came to weed for a while. Because I was just like, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't do it. I don't. You know, would I do it again? Maybe. If it was in low doses. But if it was as high as that, I'm pretty sure that was about 100 milligrams. And for those people that don't know... Five to ten milligrams is usually a start. <laughs> Think about that. Ten times the amount of high that a starter should be. You know, twenty times the amount a start should be. That was my start since I was twelve. You know? And when I was twelve, I threw up all over the place. I didn't handle weed at all. <laughs> now that I'm bigger, I was like, maybe my body could take on more. Didn't know that a piece of chocolate was going to have that much effect on me <laughs> very dangerous so to those that are curious about trying an edible take a little even if it looks a little take a little weight freaking weight because what happened to me was a great freaking story i would never want it to happen again though <laughs> um felt like i was gonna die in the car driving me home and i just remember telling eric like eric Drive me to the hospital. I'm going to die. <laughs> and he goes, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not going to die. Stop saying that, Rocky. And I was just like, Eric, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I was like, I, I, I don't know why, but I'm going to die. <laughs> he looks at me and he goes, get out of the car. We were already at my house. I go, all right, go upstairs, go to sleep. Wake up the next morning. Thought I was going to get caught by my parents. Didn't. You know, I ended up telling them a few years later. They thought it was hilarious. Um, woke up, mouth dry as hell, went to the bathroom sink and just drank, literally drank the ocean. I was like, I'm, I need to make my body like the ocean and be like just covered in water. <laughs> what an experience. What a time to be able to say, I played a game where I stole the biggest thing at a party, and I won. <laughs> oh, this also wasn't 
like just me and Eric. I believe there was like one or two other people joined us in this ridiculous game, which I don't know why they joined us. Um, now I know the host of that party, the, the owner of that house, whatever you want to call it. Like I know him very well now. I'm still scared to tell him. <laughs> I'm still terrified to tell him. I probably won't ever do it because I don't know if I'll ever be that close to be like, hey, man, I stole this much crap from your house until maybe later down the line where maybe he's moved out or maybe him and I are just at a brotherly level. Um, but, yeah, that's what happened. So much for being a security guard. So much for being able to prevent people from stealing. Dude, I, I remember I was so dedicated to prevent people from stealing. I would hide a knife in my pocket you know it was like just in case i needed to really stab somebody i remember i remember chasing someone out into the golf course in yukaipa because i was just like trying to find this person that stole and he was very dedicated and stealing this one thing i remember finding somebody trying to toy with the security devices in the back and i remember just going up to him like you gotta leave and i took it out of his hands and you know just escorted him out I remember I did another security job, which people didn't really know, because it was like a secret security thing, and I remember tackling a woman for stealing shoes and trying to wrap the security device in aluminum foil. (laughs) And uh, that's the funny thing, is when I worked there, that was the one time someone actually did something, and I was just like, I can't wait to tackle the crap out of this woman. I feel like it was the most unnecessary tackle in the entire world. I, she was probably like a 30-year-old woman. I was just like, I can't wait. I can't wait to tackle this woman. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a fun, fun job um, back then. I also used to work at McDonald's. Um, I remember one specific day, I was a closer. I'm not going to lie. I'm more of a night person. I like waking up. At noon, uh, 1 p.m., around that time, you know. And it's like, if I'm going to wake up that time, because even when I worked in the mornings, I preferred waking up at that time. I'd rather wake up, do my day, and then go to work than to wake up, go to work, and then enjoy my day. Because I always felt like I was so tired that I was just like, I just can't, you know. Now it's like working at nights now. It's uh, when I'm done with my day, I just go to bed. You know, it's like I, I did my day. I did my my errands. I did. I went to work and now it's time for bed. And sometimes I'll, you know, go run three miles before you go to bed. Anyways, that's this is off topic. But I worked at McDonald's. When I worked at McDonald's, um, I was very, a very hard worker. Um, but I remember my boss at the time was like, Hey, I need you to go clean the restrooms before we leave here. And I was like, all right, went over to clean the restrooms. And then, uh, he went to the men's restroom, smelled like someone was sitting on my face (laughs) immediately. I was just like, Oh my God, this is disgusting. And I was like, um, but whatever. I went to every toilet. Everything was fine. I just cleaned it as I should. It just, the smell was just rank. You know, went to the women's restroom. The smell was even more rank. <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? Um, went to the first stall because there's three stalls in that bathroom. First stall, 
pee on the seat. And I go, how does a girl even? <laughs> I don't know the, the human anatomy of a girl too well, but I know that if there's pee on the seat, she must have stood up to pee. Because <laughs> girls typically sit down. Reference to another episode, I sit down when I pee. Don't give a shit. Stop talking crap. Anyways, this girl must have stood up. Because I was like, how's, how's her pee on the seat right now? Cleaned it up. Went to the second stall. Blood on the seat. I was like, Lord, Lord, what is happening? Went back to the stall. Cleaned it up. You know, flying colors. You know. Went to the third stall, the handicap stall. It just started smelling so bad. I was like, what is in this handicap stall? Went to the third stall. Crap all over the toilet. Crap. All over the walls. And on the ceiling. <laughs> Why? Why? Who in their right mind craps all over the bathroom like that? You literally have to physically grab your shit and throw it onto the freaking ceiling. What are you doing, lady? Or whoever did th There was a lot of crap. There's no way a kid did this. I was like, this was for sure an adult person who did this. Threw crap on the ceiling. You can't aim your ass cheeks towards the ceiling and try to spray the ceiling full of diarrhea. <laughs> like, it's not possible. This person grabbed crap from their bum and threw it on the freaking ceiling. So what did I do? I'm a hard worker. I went back, got a mop bucket, and started mopping the ceiling. But before I mopped the ceiling and started cleaning it, I saw that mess. I went back to the second stall with the blood on it, and I threw up all over the toilet and missed. <laughs> so there's a lot of bodily fluids that I had to clean up that night. I had to clean up urine, blood, shit, and then my own puke. <laughs> Can you talk about a hard worker dedicated, you know? Because not only did I throw up from seeing that, but I had to clean it and then try to not throw up again. I'm getting freaking squeamish just thinking about it right now. <laughs> and I have a tendency of throwing up. So I'm really trying not to think about it too much. Um, oh, God, I got to stop thinking about it. <laughs> it's so gross. Because I'm just remembering the stench. Uh. Oh my god. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm really... I'm not playing with you guys. I'm really trying not to throw up on the podcast right now. <laughs> oh. Anyways, okay. We gotta move on. Uh, my boss comes up to me. Goes, what are you taking so long? <laughs> Why are you taking so long? I go, do you understand what is happening? I was like, I had to clean up urine, blood, and shit all on the same night. And then he goes, sounds like an average day at McDonald's. <laughs> what is in the food? What is in the food at McDonald's that makes someone do all that? Why this place? Is there anybody else out there in a fast food establishment that had to do that had a story like that at least? You know? Like what the freaking heck? Why? The, the biggest question of this is why is someone throwing the crap on the freaking ceiling? 
It's a freaking bathroom. You could poop into the toilet. Why are you throwing on it? Someone just out of like, like hate for McDonald's had to do that, right? By the way, I remember going outside. No, I didn't go outside. I was in doing the drive-thru where I was taking people's orders. And you have a camera outside of that McDonald's. And you could see outside of who, with the next car coming. I remember seeing somebody shit into a cup of noodles. <laughs> and I go, tell my boss, like, boss, there's a guy, uh, you know, just come check this out. My boss was gay. So he comes out. Oh, my God. Oh, man, I said my name again. I'm about to bleep it out. Oh, my God. Like, that. why would you show me that? That's so disgusting. And I started laughing. And he goes, go, 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 go tell him to leave. Go, go. And I go, all right, I guess. Go outside, start yelling, stop shitting in a cup of noodles. Guy turns back, sees me, didn't even pull his pants up. Started running with the cup of... No, he left the cup of noodles there, but he started running with his hand over his ass. <laughs> oh, my God. These people are just, ran like, rancid. Like, that's just disgusting and grotesque, right? Like, who does stuff like that? And you could shit anywhere. And I'm not... This wasn't in an alleyway. This wasn't, like, in a hidden place. It was a public place out in the open on a grass field. It's like, what is going on with people today that makes them think, this is okay. This is okay to do. This is so disgusting, man. I just... I, I just can't with it. Um, But... That, this is my solo episode. I'm honestly thinking about getting Jake to do a solo episode as well. Uh, but the thing is, he, he doesn't even, he goes, I don't even know what to talk about. And I go, well, I guess that's why we're kind of partners. Because I could really say and make a topic out of anything. And you could really backfire off of it. <laughs> and you could roast me or whatever. But, hey, that's just how it, you know, it just comes down to play. I'm, I'm really glad, glad that you guys joined in on hearing me just talk to myself, essentially. You know, when it comes to drugs. <laughs> Pooping on ceilings. Oh, my God. And then doing a little April Fool's joke uh, for my cousin there. Um, poor thing. <laughs> oh, my God. But you know what? Going to end it here. Thank you guys for tuning in. It was awesome to be able to have you guys listen in. Get offended. Um, I really got to stop saying get offended podcast because that's not the name of the podcast title of the podcast is get offended um but our instagram page is get offended podcast you can find that on instagram g-e-t-o-f-f-e-n-d-e-d you could also follow me on poop maps uh, i think my username is a dot squirts 12 thank you guys for tuning in it was awesome to be able to have this intimate moment with you guys so till the next time <laughs>